When you drive the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power, you can stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see yourself behind the wheel of the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Kia received the fewest reported problems among all brands in the J.D. Power 2022 U.S. Vehicle Dependability Study based on 2019 models. See jdpower.com slash awards for 2022 details. Welcome to the RPGBot.News. I'm Randall James, and with me is Tyler Kampstra. Hi, everybody. And Ashley Lai. What ho, adventurers. And tonight we have a special guest with us, Michael Paler. Hey, how's it going? Awesome. And Austin Hartel. Huzzah. <laughs> All right, Tyler, what is happening? Today we're talking to Austin and Michael from Bookworm Games about their quest chest and the upcoming Kickstarter to expand the line of quest chests. So, um, brief introduction for them. Austin is an artist and illustrator. Uh, he is the primary illustrator for Griffin and Gargoyle. And I, Austin, correct me on this, but I believe you've done some of the artwork for Quest Chest as well? Uh, yes, I'm one of the creators of the Quest Chest along with Michael. Perfect. Yeah. And Austin and Michael are the co-creators of the quest chest. Uh, Michael Paylor is a returning guest. You might remember him from our Griffin and Gargoyle episode sometime, I believe, last year. Co-founder of Griffin and Gargoyle, co-founder of Bookworm Games. Uh, and you seem like a very busy guy these days, Michael. Yeah, I don't get a whole lot of sleep. Um, <laughs> normally, I would sleep on Sunday, but that's today, and I'm here with you folks. So, <laughs> well, we appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you taking time out of your busy sleep schedule to talk to us. I would not have missed it for the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Austin and Michael, um, for folks not familiar, can you give us just a like quick, brief summary of what is Quest Chest? Sure. So quest chests are immersive, system agnostic, setting agnostic adventure modules that you can take and fit into your existing game or run standalone. The whole idea behind them is that we wanted to incorporate physical props and puzzles in them. So there's metal coins, there's wax sealed letters you hand to your players so they can open up. Uh, there's puzzles like invisible ink puzzles that are inside, uh, as well as even sensual elements uh, to activate all five of your senses. So things like candles, coffee, tea, candy, uh, so you can really get a taste and feel of the world that you're in. Your, your players can step into their character shoes. So there are currently two quest chests available from Bookworm Games. Um, I have <laughs> Assassin's Crown sitting right next to me, and then the other one I mistakenly left upstairs, and I'm not going to run and grab it. Um, so can, can you give us like a, a spoiler-free back-of-the-book summary of the plots of these two adventures? Absolutely, yeah. So there's Assassin's Crown and there's Stone Oaths and Golden Lies, which was our very first quest chest. Uh, Stone Oaths and Golden Lies is kind of like a haunted castle sort of vibe. You have Stormhaunt, which is a benighted town underneath a ruined castle uh, that may or may not be haunted and overseen by an evil undead king from years past. Um, I don't want to give away too terribly much of the story. 
but it would be fabulous for uh, a good solid Halloween set of games. Stone O's and Golden Lies will take you through easily eight to ten hours worth of gameplay, probably a little bit more if your group is really role play heavy. Uh, my group was not able to get through in eight to ten hours. It took us significantly longer, but it's it's definitely a good one to play with the lights down and a little bit of spooky music going on in the background. Uh, Assassin's Crown is a little bit more like uh, kind of a Knives Out murder mystery vibe. It takes place in Iowatha, which is the City of Kings. It's a, a large city that's ruled over by competing monarchs who over many generations have come to an accord, and they've divided up the duties and locations in the city between them. Uh, so there's now kind of a tenuous peace or there was, anyway, as your players come in, something tragic may or may not occur, which sparks uh, an entire storyline where they get to uncover the secrets of the city, they get to unmask a devious killer, and hopefully bring the town back to a more peaceful standing. Both of these obviously have all of those physical elements that we talked about. Stone O's and Golden Lies features uh, a beautiful, very weighty metal coin. It's got uh, the 13, 14-page quest guide in it. Uh, it's got a scented candle in it, which gets lit at certain moments during the game. Hopefully that'll trigger the players to think of things that maybe they've forgotten throughout the entire storyline. Uh, it has what we're calling a Wraithbone vial, which is a beautiful vial of glowing blue powder that gets activated and, again, may or may not have some significance to the story and how it runs. Um, Assassin's Crown has two metal coins in it. Also, again, that beautiful weight. Um, you can actually see that advertised on quite a lot of our Instagram reels. Austin has done some beautiful art for it as well. Just some, some gorgeous artwork. It contains two different types of tea as well that gets served to the players at different moments. Uh, so as you are going through the game, you're going to serve them one type of tea in one scene and then another type in another. Again, it'll kind of enliven the senses, really draw them into the story, and also hopefully give them the opportunity to uh, trigger some new ideas and see what they should be doing uh, as they move forwards. Yeah, I think what I was most impressed by is the both the quality of the box and the quality of the contents. Like it feels to me like what you're going for is a bit of a luxury experience beyond like it. you said props earlier and it's not just props like the coins have fine detail they're they're intricate shapes and, you know, like words and letters. And I'm, I'm literally looking at these wondering, like, are these words going to matter? Is it going to be part of some puzzle? Is it going to be part of the story or is it just like cool looking? Yeah. Having the having the tea, uh, seeing the candle you know, feeling, okay, like I've got a letter in my hand and I'm, I'm not going to open it because we're not actively playing right now, but I want to. Yeah, I was really impressed with the the packaging and kind of the experience of even opening it and kind of looking through, like, what are we getting with this? Well, that's honestly exactly what we're going for, that joy and wonder of opening the box, seeing the components, and asking yourself as a GM, what in this is actually going to matter to the players? What secrets am I looking at without even realizing it? We have buried secrets in every one of these elements so deeply that you can find the first one, think you've discovered everything about it, and then five minutes later be like, oh, there's a layer right underneath this. And in terms of that luxury feel, the word that we can consistently came up with when we were working on it was premiere. We wanted this to be a premiere experience from the moment the box lands in your hands. 
Definitely. You know, when uh, I first made the prototype for Quest Chess last year, um, and then me and Michael were talking about it, and uh, and we started to work on it together, it really elevated the experience. You know, working with uh, with Michael, uh, we we completely unpacked the thing. This all started from a uh, a long uh, campaign running adventure that I that I ran with my home group, and when we did it, I mean all these puzzles tied together, but it took place over months and months and months. And what I wanted to do was to create an, an experience that could last that long if you'd like it to, or could be packaged up into something that is concise, that's curated, uh, and that creates a, an amazing you know, one-shot experience if you'd like it to. The prototype was really rough, uh, and working with Michael, we were able to elevate it to that next level, create some amazing components, uh, and package it in a way that I think rivals all the competition on the market. So... Yeah, I, I opened this with Randall and our wives, um, like opened the uh, the cardboard box from uh, UPS or whoever, whoever delivered it. I didn't see it show, showed up magically on my doorstep. Yeah, and like two boxes inside, pulled them out. Um, our wives immediately commented on how nice the boxes looked. Um, <laughs> I have been trying for a very, very long time to get my wife to play D&D with me at any sort of length. And like we opened we opened assassin's crown and like pulled out some of the props and i explained like oh like this one is essentially a murder mystery um and we we might have her hooked guys like this might be the thing that finally does it for me yeah on, nice. on the drive home after my wife was like yeah like i i i would play that yeah absolutely <laughs> uh, and, 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 you know, i'm just yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just kind of low-key sitting there it's like okay yeah man yeah well you know i'll see what we can do. <laughs> We'll see if we work move, it move slowly move slowly you don't want to spook them <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> honestly though that's again exactly what we're going for the number of people and and these have been out for um well assassin's crown launched at calgary fan expo which was just a few weeks back but stone Oats and golden lies has been out since march we've had great response to them but one of the really cool things that we've seen is people consistently say i've never played before but I think I can do this or even better in my eyes, I've never GM'd before, but this is giving me the confidence to be able to do it. I actually mm -hmm. had one wonderful experience at uh, Emerald City Comic Con. We had somebody come up to the booth as I was explaining it, um, and then he actually walked away and he brought his wife back and she said to me, look. I was in an accident. I have brain damage. I was the GM for the group, but my memory just isn't, it isn't there anymore to be able to do it. This box will let me do that again. Um, you know, oh, the quest great. guide has, it's wonderful. It was so heartening to hear. The box has everything I need in it to be able to run the full game. It has the props. Everything is laid out sequentially. I don't have to worry about what I'm going to do next. It's all right in front of me. That was genuinely one of the most rewarding conversations that I've had about it to date. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm mm -hmm. uh, ha having read through the adventures like and I'm not going to spoil anything, but like I, I can really see that there in the adventure booklets like the um, the explanations of the NPCs are really good. You have both like the public explanation and their private motivations and things like that. And yeah, it's all laid out in the order that you will need these things. So it it feels like it will play very smooth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, another uh, great bit of feedback we got was uh, from actual educators uh, from high schools, from uh, from colleges, even middle schools that said that they they run after school programs to teach their their kids how to play D and D, how to play role playing games, and this allows them to 
show them, you know, how this game can be so much more uh, and how they can they can play it and they can hand it their, to their kids and their students and say, hey, you can run this. Uh, it's pretty easy if you want to you want to try your hand at GMing. That's been really heartening to us, too. And, and myself as an educator, I mean, hearing that just was amazing. It was it was really awesome. And giving new GMs the opportunity to jump right in with confidence as well is so important. I mean, the no one can deny the effect that all of the the very powerful live stream games have had on Dungeons and Dragons and tabletop role playing in general. It's been wonderful to see new people flooding in and, and new blood coming in from Dimension Twenty and Critical Role. Uh, but the the other side of that coin, of course, is new players are flooding in, but new GMs are looking at that and saying, well, how do I hit that standard? And the truth is we can't, uh, you know, we don't have the budget behind it necessarily. This to some extent starts to level the playing field a little bit. It provides that, that premier experience that a GM can get right out of the box. And especially for new GMs who aren't comfortable with, you know, doing new voices, doing accents, things like that. I think one of the coolest things that we offer is professionally uh, narrated voiceover. As you're handing the letters out to the players, you can actually go to our digital resources website, click a button, and the letter will actually be read out in the character's voice. Uh, so as the players are reading it, they can actually hear it happening. That takes a lot of the pressure off a GM to be great with accents or great with voices. That's, that's really great. So a question I had is how... How replayable are these quest chests? Is there a way that you can play this with other groups uh, that haven't done it before? Or do you need to just get a new quest chest after you've used it? That is an awesome question. So these are incredibly replayable. We designed them with replayability and uh, economy in mind. One of the, the... I don't want to say unfortunate things. One of the things about the uh, one of the things about Dungeons and Dragons becoming significantly more popular is all the prices for everything have increased. Uh, you see a lot of options like ours on the market that are significantly more expensive. We believe that storytelling should be incredibly accessible, and with accessibility comes replayability. So the boxes themselves. You can repackage everything if you'd like to. The letters are wax sealed, but as long as your players aren't tearing them to shreds as they open them, you should be able to stick it back together with tape or with glue or just slightly reheat the wax and you can seal it back together. The consumables, things like candles, I tested our candle and I stopped trying to burn it after 20 hours because I got bored. That candle is going to last you quite a long time. You're going to be able to replay this box several times and then take the candle and put it on your shelf and, and continue to use it. The tea, you're likely to get 10 to 15 cups out of the tea that we provided for each flavor in Assassin's Crown. That one is a little bit more limited, but people probably aren't sitting at the table with 15 people, so you'll get a couple of games out of it. After that, you should be able to get a recharge pack from us, no problem. We don't have recharge packs going on right now because, of course, we've just launched the boxes. It's going to take people time to get through them, but you will be able to later on down the line get recharge packs. That being said, oh, if you wanted to just go to your nearest grocery store, pick up two different types of tea for 50 cents or whatever, and then use those, I'm not going to stop you. Go for it. <laughs> so the fun police kick open the door. Is that yeah. the Excuse me, that's an IP <laughs> infringement. <laughs> it's like the mouse is standing behind you. It's like nodding. It's like, ah, you know, Padawan. 
<laughs> oh, I can only dream of their lawyers and their litigation. Uh, we're not there yet. But one day, that's the dream. Getting famous yeah. enough to be sued by Disney. Oh my yeah. gosh, right? Can you imagine? Yeah. You know what? All press is good press. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, one of the things that really struck me with the boxes is, again, we talked about the quality of the coins, the quality of the materials on the inside. I can imagine, you know, playing several of the quest chests and kind of getting to a point where like I'm starting to actually build up a set of props that I can even mix into my own homebrew campaigns. Uh, this So in, in a way, I'm not just buying the quest chest to play this session or to play this session several times with different groups. It's also an investment in the materials that I can bring to the table. Oh, I 100% agree. And and we love the creation side of it. I mean, the reason we got into this is because both me and Michael are, are immersive storytellers. We want to immerse our players at the table, and we want others to, to do that too if they, if they want to. We just want to make that experience as easy as possible. So one of the cool things about the Quest Chess as well is in the digital resources, there's editable versions of all the letters uh, and of everything that's written inside. So you can take it, you can change the names, uh, you can reword things, you can, uh, you know, change the adventure to suit your campaign if you'd like to, and then reprint those documents and use those for future adventures if you want to do that. Uh, we really want to put the tools in the in the GM's hands so that they can take this and run with it how they like. We really like to say with the quest chest, there's three ways that you can use it. You can play it just as written. Break open the box, away you go. It's a mini arc adventure and you're going to love it. You can drop it into an existing homebrew campaign. We have a map in it that you can slam down on your continent wherever you want and it can just inhabit your world. It can be a location that people visit or don't after they've completed it. Or you can ignore everything that we've provided for you, take all of the individual elements, take them all apart, and put them back together again however you want. It is truly a modular experience that you can make your own. Awesome. And something else that struck me. So I haven't read the adventure yet because Tyler's planning on running it for me and our wives. <laughs> That's the dream. He described to me something that he said that excited me. And, and we, we said this earlier on the podcast, but I really want to highlight it for folks at home. Uh, this is not the quest chest for 5e or the quest chest for Pathfinder or the quest chest for Call of Cthulhu. This is a system agnostic game. You make recommendations about the kind of behavior, the kinds of things that we should be looking for. And you could take that into whatever rule set you're using. You make suggestions about kinds of encounters that you might be having, and you can go find a suitable encounter or build a suitable encounter based on the rule set that you're using. Absolutely. Yeah, we wanted it very much to be something that, again, everyone can kind of make their own and not everyone's playing 5e. It is definitely an enormous system with so many people playing it, but everyone you speak to has their own favorite dice system. Uh, you know, if you're a GM, eventually you're going to get to making your own encounters and things. We wanted to provide the building blocks and the skeleton to do that. Now, that being said, within the digital assets, we have actually statted out every encounter in Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition, powered by the apocalypse and Pathfinder 2nd Edition. So those things are already in there, levels 1, 3, 5, and 7. So no matter where you're planning to bring your people in, your players are going to have a challenge ready for them. Well, that's pretty awesome. So I, like you said, I really could just mix this into my campaign. If I've got a group of uh, level 6 characters, I could bring them in. I could say, okay, let's give them a challenge, throw the, the you know, CR7 and 5e, and yeah, let's party. Yeah, and it lends itself well to that. I mean, every each adventure starts with a letter from a patron. And so all you need to do is hand them the letter, say, hey, you received this, you know, from a courier, and then let them open it, let them read it, and 
in the middle of your campaign, you can have this, you know, awesome immersive side quest, or you can tie it into future quests, however you'd like to. But it's really, it's made in such a way that you can take it and you can run with it however you like. Awesome. So we, we talked about upfront, this is all part of Bookworm Games. So tell us a little bit about Bookworm Games. Sort of, yeah. So uh, the Quest Chest is a conglomeration between Bookworm Games and the Dungeon Artist, which is, of course, Austin. Um, those two entities have come together uh, using our powers for good and uh, creating uh, the, the Quest Chest brand. Um, so I can speak to Bookworm, of course, uh, because I'm that arm of the company. And then Austin should really speak to the Dungeon Artist because he's he's the other side. Um, so Bookworm Games is uh, kind of a, a ground-up small business for Dungeons & Dragons and tabletop role-playing accessories. We sell, I think at this point, it's 168 different types of dice. We sell dice trays, dice boxes. Obviously, the quest chest is something massive that we've been working on. We do have a dice subscription that is just about to start rocking. Um, And then, of course... For the quest chest, we use all of those uh, sense engagement elements like the candles, the tea, the coffee, the candles. That all comes from Bookworm. Uh, So we do custom candles. They are designed to burn for many, many hours, and each of them has kind of an environmental feel. I actually have three of them sitting right next to me here uh, because I like the smell. I've got Greendale Harvest, Short Rest, and Tifa's Tea Shop. Um, Each of them uh, kind of give you a a different sort of sensory element. Uh, So that is Bookworm in in a very small nutshell. We do things that uh, immerse you in your game, uh, that allow you to to play your games, I don't want to say better, but maybe a little bit differently and a little bit heightened. Okay, I have to ask, what does a short rest smell smell like? A short rest smells like uh, a little bit of cappuccino, uh, a little bit of spice cake, and a little bit of smoke. Obviously, your your listeners are not going to be able to see it, but... I'm on camera here, so I'm going to show you the candle itself. Oh, that's oh, cool. The art that's is a nice little campfire with the coffee cup on a log. Mm. That's nice. Wait, yeah. Was was Bookworm set up at GaryCon this past year? We were not, uh, but all of the all of the uh, Griffin and Gargoyle dice and uh, the dice boxes that was actually provided by Bookworm. Gotcha. Awesome. Okay, so there are two quest chests available right now, and then you also have a Kickstarter coming up. So what's the plan with the Kickstarter? Uh, if I understand things correctly, you want to expand the quest chest line. So like, give us some inside details. Like, what are the plans? Absolutely. Yeah. So the initial two quest chests, which we're extremely proud of, uh, have been entirely self-funded. And while we've been very happy to do it, neither of us is independently wealthy. Uh, so it's been very <laughs> cool to see the response and, and very heartening to see the you know twenty or $30,000 we've invested start to come back. Um, but if we want to expand the line, we're going to need some help. The response that we've gotten from the public and from, from tabletop role players all over the place has convinced us that crowdfunding is the right way to go. If we want to be able to provide more quests, more props, more interesting stories, we're going to go right to the people who want them. So we're very, very excited to be launching on June 6th. So part of the reason that we want to expand, we want to use Kickstarter to grow this into a larger brand is working with some awesome partners, some professionals in the industry, some really, really big names that you might be familiar with in order to come in order to uh, to bring this to you. And also expanding the quest themselves into a longer form uh, campaign even. So uh, the Kickstarter is going to include five new quests. Each of them can be run individually. The first four can be run individually. The final one we're calling the campaign chest because it actually takes the previous four uh, quests and ties them together into a cohesive 
epic finale that uses all of the props and puzzles from the previous four and some new ones that are thrown in there in order to uh, finish it off with a bang. Yeah, that's a good idea because, you know, I was just thinking if I was to put, plug this one shot into a campaign, I've now set a standard for myself for the rest of that campaign. <laughs> <laughs> All of my arcs have to be like this now. Um, so what are some of the rewards that backers who back the project can look forward to? Yeah, absolutely. So there are going to be a lot of options. You know, not everyone has a ton of money that they're going to want to plug into something like this. So we did, again, want to make it accessible. Accessibility is very much kind of our our brand as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can obviously back for even a dollar just to show your support and let us know that you're excited about what we're doing. And that's wonderful. That's fine. It's great to see. Uh, but the next tier up is uh, one of the two quests that already exist. So either Stone Oaths and Golden Lies or Assassin's mm-hmm. Crown. You can back and just receive that. That is going to be a $40 tier. Uh, the step up from there is one of our new ones. One of the the four brand new ones that we're really excited to throw up on the Kickstarter. That's actually $50. So again, really, really accessible. If you're looking for all five of the new boxes, so the full arcing storyline beginning to end, that is only $200. Uh, we're really, really excited to be able to provide that at such a, an affordable cost. It's going to be, we're calling it a year of adventure. It's five <laughs> full quest chests with all of the props available. The step up from there is what we're calling the all-in edition. It is $400, uh, but that is going to be all five of the quests plus the two that already exist. So Stone O's and Golden Lies and Assassin's Crown. And then all of the unique individual items that we're offering as add-ons. So things like a unique set of dice. It's going to be a poster-sized world map, a leather dice box, a dice rolling tray, and a t-shirt to help, again, commemorate the the joy that we're bringing to Quest Chest. And then the step up from there is going to be the all-in edition. It's all of those same things, just with each of the add-ons. You get a slightly better version. Instead of a regular set of dice, you're actually getting gemstone dice. Instead of a leather box, you're getting a wooden box for your dice. So lots of lots of really cool little upgrades. And then there is going to be one tier over and above that. We're going to take a small jump from $600 all the way to $3,000. And that is going to be the opportunity for us to build a custom quest just for you. Uh, We actually have a group of streamers coming up in the next couple of weeks who are going to be doing a custom chest that we built just for them. That is Blackwater D&D. They're also kind of out of Vancouver area here. They are wonderful human beings, and we are very excited to design it for them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, lots of sleepless nights working on it. (laughs) We're we're on a bit of a time crunch, uh, but we're very proud of what we've been able to come up with. So for $3,000, we will build you your own quest. And that includes everything from, you know, the physical metal coins will work with you to design specifically for your adventure, uh, a custom map made specifically for your world that ties in everything, wax sealed letters, everything you'd expect from a normal quest. Even the box itself will custom design for you. So you can get that premium packaging, you know, delivered right to your home. You can open it up and experience a quest chest like adventure, but set specifically for your world and your campaign. I have to imagine there's going to be a finite number of these available. Is that accurate? Because there's only so many hours in a day and you're already not sleeping to do what we're doing today. <laughs> it it very much is. Yes, it is extremely limited. Um, we are going to open up. I think we decided it was 10, Austin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to open up 10. So get in okay. quick. Uh, getting quick, not just for that, because I, I really hope those are going to disappear fast, um, but getting quick as well, because we are actually offering in the first 48 hours, anybody who backs at any level, a unique metal coin to commemorate the quest chest launch. Very cool. 
Okay, so it's going to open up on June 6th. June 6th. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then for the next 48 hours, so into June 8th, any backer is going to get that metal coin. That is correct. Yep. Back at any exactly. level, even the $1, hey, we're here level, you will receive the early backer coin. And then uh, what kind of stretch calls are you guys looking at? Or are you still uh, in the process of working those out? I mean, three thousand dollar box sounds like a pretty awesome stretch goal. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> uh, we've got some amazing stretch goals that are going to benefit everyone. So, ranging any- anywhere from you know sixty five thousand, our, our base goal we're setting for ourselves is fifty five thousand. But if we get up to sixty five, uh, we'll be including you know pins and stickers with every box, as well as a custom class designed specifically for the quest chests, ranging all the way up to a measly you know if we if we make it happen, you know even up to uh, a million dollars uh, so there's, there's all the way in between and there's stretch goals all the way in between and that might may or may not be uh, a world book designed specifically for chest uh, the quest chest adventures and our world that we're creating uh, but in between there's uh, a ton of awesome stretch goals there's included foldable battle maps there's uh, acrylic standees there's even uh you know, 3D printable STL files and even the option to turn those into real uh, physical plastic miniatures that will be included in each box. All of those are, are steps along the path. So we really hope that we can get, you know, as high as we can, so we can just include more of this in everybody's uh, boxes and they can unpack an even bigger adventure than they were expecting. Okay, so we'll open the Kickstarter on June 6th. When do you think the first products will start shipping? Do you have those timelines, you know, rough estimates? Yeah, so we're calling it a year's worth of adventure because that is primarily how we'd initially envisioned it. Uh, We'd envisioned four boxes shipping out one every quarter with the fifth box arriving at the end of the year. So backers are going to have a couple of different options. They can have it as we'd originally envisioned it. Shipping is going to be a question. Shipping is always changeable and interesting. But if people want to receive the quest chest as quickly as possible... They can join us on that journey of one every quarter with the last one happening at the end of the year. Uh, But if everyone is looking for the boxes to arrive all at once, we are looking at a fulfillment date of of for that uh, December 2024. So in theory, people wanted their first quest chest to hit them as quickly as possible. That would be around April 2024. But if you're looking for it all at once, it's going to be December 2024. Okay, awesome. And so we're less than a year away from the the first product shipping of the new products that are coming. And of course, you're a backer and you go for one of the existing products. When would you receive the existing product if, if you backed for that, that $40 tier you were describing? That'll definitely be on uh, uh, an elevated timeline, um, but we will have to work with our fulfillment partners to make sure that happens. We'll have to, depending on the volume we have only so much inventory on hand at the moment so we'll have to produce new ones uh depending on the volume that uh select that tier but we'll definitely work into elevate that timeline even sooner than than the first chest of the campaign chest well i i hope you guys run out of inventory <laughs> like me, the me best too. problem yeah, that would yeah. be that would be wonderful okay i have one more question when you think about the new quest chest that you're working on the storylines that you're putting together is there one awesome item that you're thinking about that would be really cool to get people excited at home 
Oh, man. Well, I mean, the way we've designed these, I feel like there's at least one awesome item in each box. And it's mm-hmm. really, really hard to pick your favorite child. Um, <laughs> I don't know, Austin. What's I mean, I'm always going to gravitate to things like tea and coffee just because that's my jam. I have more caffeine than blood in my system on any given day. So that's what's <laughs> uh, a standout. For myself, I mean, as as you know, artist, illustrator, uh, I think the thing that stands out to me is the what we have going with the tarot cards. So each chest is going to include tarot cards. Okay. That uh, from an art side of you uh, of it, I don't want to spoil too much because it is going to tie into an amazing and epic finale when you finally piece it together. But uh, it is it is an artistic undertaking to say the least, and it is a very very cool tie-in that these these tarot's uh these tarot cards don't just you know look cool um and and provide you know some clues in the adventure they have a mechanical component to them as well that you can utilize in the game and there's a really cool puzzle hidden within them that uh will unfold over the course of the year uh and all of them together will make up 22 making up the major arcana so at the end of it when you have all uh five quest chests uh unboxed you'll have the major arcana as well that you can utilize for future adventures that being said, of course, if you're only picking up one box, you still get the tarot cards that would be in that box. They still function mechanically. We're not going to go into how, but they will still function mechanically the way they're intended to. Um, you just get a smaller slice of that picture that you are able to uncover as you have a look at how the tarot cards work. Very cool. Awesome. One last thing, actually, that I'd be really, really excited to chat about. Uh, we talked about Blackwater D&D playing one of our custom chests a little bit earlier. We are super excited to see them do that uh, last week of may and into uh, the first couple of weeks of june i am very excited to also say we've got good time society playing uh one of our chests as well they'll be doing uh, assassin's crown i don't want to spoil the cast that we have doing that but we have some real dungeons and dragons royalty that's going to be hopping on and uh, and playing so that is actually going to air on june 1st i definitely recommend everybody who's interested check that out it is going to be a blast awesome very cool 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 all right, well, Michael Austin, thank you so much for being with us today. My pleasure. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Anytime. No, it's been great. All right. So uh, one more time, where can folks find you online? Uh, so right now you can catch me at bookwormgames.com or hit the Instagrams, just bookworm.games. That is where you can get all of the dice you could ever want, uh, candles to immerse you in uh, various tabletop role-playing games, and most importantly, the first two quest chests that already exist. You can get them on bookwormgames.com right now. And for people who are going to look this up later, it's uh, worm, W-Y-R-M, like the dragon, not like the worm. Yes, there, there's call. a link in the show notes just go click yeah. the link in the show notes and it's gonna be great <laughs> yep and you can find me online as the dungeon artist whether it's tiktok instagram um twitter if it's still alive by the time you're hearing this you can find me at dungeon artist uh, at dungeon artist um and uh or austinhartel.com uh which is my portfolio and where i have my my shop with all my artwork on there as well awesome and like for real check out austin's artwork it is insane <laughs> it's it really so good, good. Oh. <laughs> you guys so we'll have the link in the show notes. And yes, the, uh, uh, make sure you take a look on Kickstarter as well. If you've enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcast and rate us on Spotify or your favorite podcast app. It's a quick, free way to support the podcast and helps us to reach new listeners. You'll find links in the show notes. You'll find affiliate links for source books and other materials linked in the show notes, as well as on RPGBot.net. Following these links helps us to make this show happen every week. 
I, I have a giant. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, oh, God, I love it. That's great. <laughs>